Welcome to the weekly podcast all about turning the great American RV adventure into stress-less camping. Each week we explore tips, tricks, ideas, and destinations and talk to the happiest campers in the RV world. Pull up a seat at the campfire as we enjoy some stress-less camping. Welcome to the campfire. I'm Tony. I'm Peggy. And we are two RV industry veterans who travel part-time. And are going to get a small trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Looking to share big adventures and help you with great tips, tricks, and discounts. We don't have too much new to say about our new travel trailer. It is on nope. order. We do anticipate driving into the snow of indiana to pick it up in december yep that's the plan <laughs> that is still on track and then we will be able to not laugh at our own introduction <laughs> well i don't know about all that but we'll we'll see right so i noticed a lot of folks are putting their rvs away for winter yeah so sad it is sad <laughs> and one of the questions people are asking a lot is how am I going to keep little critters out of my RV during the winter? This is one of the most important things to me. Like, you know, you, it's easy to figure out how to keep your water lines from freezing because there's a lot of information about how to clean out your water lines and put in the antifreeze. But the mouse problem seems to be bigger problem. Yeah, well, I mean, it's always the same thing every year, right? People put in dryer sheets and then they're like, oh, the rodents use the dryer sheets to make a nest and people put in iris spring soap and find oh the rodents ate, ate the, the soap and what has worked for us consistently and we used it in the vintage trailer we used it in the newer trailers that you know we've been totaling this year we've even used them in the house and yeah. in the garage and we use a uh, grandpa gus mouse repellent and they're basically pouches of things that the mice don't like the smell of and Thus far, we have never had a problem, but we have had our trailers in places where rodents are a problem. So, sure, yeah. I mean, it's worked for us is all we can say. And we'll put a link to the article about it in the show notes for this episode, but it just has worked. So if you want to know where to get your Grandpa Gus, here's a hint. How would you like to help support this Stressless Camping Podcast and website? for free oh why wouldn't anybody want to do that well you can our discounts and deals page on our website has all kinds of great deals and discounts that we enjoy ourselves but we also have a link to our amazon store and if you buy stuff on amazon which of course we all do if you click on that link first we get a teeny tiny cut of what you buy now that doesn't raise the price of what you pay at all but it does basically amazon just wants to see if we're referring people and so they give us a teeny tiny cut if you click that link and so it helps support us and it doesn't cost you any more and you still get to buy stuff on Amazon. So it's kind of cool. Win-win. Yeah, winner-winner. Chicken dinner. And you could even probably buy chicken dinner on Amazon. <laughs> probably. And using, you know, clicking on our link first will mean we get it. I guess, like we get a pee if you're having shepherd's pie or something like that. There you go. that cool? So we get a piece of the pie. Oh, boy. So last week... Question of the week. I know you're used to hearing this way near the end, but <laughs> last week's question of the week was actually an attempt to help us prepare for this week's topic. And that is 
the top safety gear that you should have on your wish list if you don't already have these things yeah. so that when someone says, hey, can I buy you a gift? You can say, yes, these are my important lists. Yeah, here's items. my list from Stressless Camping. <laughs> so the first thing we're going to put as a safety item is a surge suppressor. And I know I've seen a lot of RVs in RV parks that don't have one. But honestly, the news that I see in writing the Daily RV Review, RVs are getting more and more technologically advanced, right? I mean, there are little computer boards in the air conditioner, in the refrigerator, in the heater. I mean, they're all over the place. And some of the RVs have really advanced electronic systems now. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't plug into an RV park without uh, EMS, and we have one that we really, really like. Yeah, that's the Hughes Watchdog. Yeah. One of the best parts is that it's so easy to know if it's working. You plug the surge suppressor into the camp power, and the dog turns white. Or red. And if there's a problem, the dog turns red. So it's kind of a like a light behind the cutout of the face of the suppressor. And then you know immediately if you've got good power or if you've got bad power. So we strongly recommend a surge suppressor because one of the examples we were at a campground everything was hunky and dory Mm -hmm. and someone pulled in next to us with a highly modified airstream and blew the entire circuit of the campground and our surge suppressor just shut our power off we were fine no no systems were damaged but we were right. Not. We were fine, except that we then didn't have power. <laughs> well, right. Well, that's when our awesome solar system comes in. But that's well, that another... was pre-solar system. Oh, you're right. <laughs> yeah, that's another enchilada altogether. Yeah. So now that we've got your power covered, water systems. Yeah, let's talk about water systems. It's really, really high on my list is to have a pressure regulator before you ever hook up to any city water spigot. You don't know what kind of pressure is going to come out of that spigot. And if you put your pressure too high on your RV, you're going to blow some lines. And that is not going to be pretty. Nor cheap. Yeah, nor cheap. And another thing. Now, this is not a requirement, but we do like having a good water filtration system. Yeah. Because we drink the water in the RV, including using it in our all-important coffee. (laughs) Yeah. We have an article and a podcast and a video about that, actually. So, we'll put a link to that. The next one is something I think is very critical as a safety item, and that's the gas stop. Yes. And actually, I was looking at the gas stops website to find out, you know, just if I needed to know anything new. They do have also what they call gas gear, which is longer hoses and and hoses with a 90 degree angle so that you're not bending your hoses as much. And also on their website, I saw a little come on that says the gas stop grill is coming soon. Oh, for your propane grill. Yeah, for your propane grill. But for the trailer, and listen to our episode about it, I always thought, well, the gas bottle has a check valve. Well, not really. And why do you want something like the gas stop to prevent fires? Right. Fire suppression. There are several answers to this, in my opinion. But the lousy fire extinguisher that's in your rv now that's is not, not the answer, the answer. <laughs> so additional fire safety we have a few episodes where we have talked to people about fire suppression one is a couple of episodes actually w- with protang and also 
more recently, Jeff, with my RV school, and they all have fire suppression systems. You know, we're not going to tell you what's the best because we think they're all good and everything is important. And I actually saw an ad on Facebook this morning for a fire blanket. So if that sounds like something that you would be interested in having, I mean, it was for home, you know, kitchen fires, but... Kitchen fires happen in an RV too. Boy, do they. Yeah. <laughs> if you have a tendency to burn your food while you're cooking, you might like to have a fire blanket handy instead of, a, instead of something that sprays powder or mess all over the place. Yeah. So fire suppression is just do have a good fire suppression system and there are some good options. But like I say, definitely upgrade from the little fire extinguisher that's right by the door, which is not a great place in your RV. Right. By the time you're there, you're just going to go out. You're not going to run back into the fire. No, please don't. Wheel chocks, surprisingly, is a safety equipment. We know somebody whose trailer got away from them. Yeah, I've seen a couple. And we did do an episode on hitching safety. And so we'll put a link, of course, to that. But I think we're going to have a short episode today because all we're going to do is tell you to go listen to all the other (laughs) episodes that we've already had. But we just wanted kind of all the safety gear sort of in one place for a reference. Yeah, so that's the, the point of this one. The next one was a great answer on our Stresses Camping Podcast Facebook group. And that is the right tow vehicle. And there are so many social groups that we belong to. And yesterday, once again, somebody bought a vehicle and they're like, oh, now I'm going to go buy this trailer. And it's like, oh, no, please don't. Right. We have a really good resource about towing on our website. And you can calculate out what your vehicle is safely able to tow, and more importantly, what it's safely able to carry. That's really the critical number. More than pulling is carrying because your vehicle actually does carry a portion of that trailer. Right, and also more important than pulling is stopping. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> for sure. Especially if you're going up and down hills. So. If you can't get it going, then that keeps you out of trouble. But if you can't get it to stop, that's things when, are going to yeah, get bad. You, you're going to say words your mama told you not to. Yeah. Another answer that we got on our fun and friendly, stressless camping Facebook group. Podcast. Podcast <laughs> Facebook group. <laughs> Was tires and tire safety is very important. We've had a couple different episodes, which we will put links to. Yeah, we even on got tire to talk safety. to Goodyear. Yes, we talked to Goodyear. And we also have an article, so we'll put that link as well. But tire safety is so important. And a, a sub list to tire safety <laughs> is a tire pressure monitoring system. That came installed in our newest Rockwood and, of course, will come installed in the newest, newest Rockwood. <laughs> and I really like it. It alerts you to tire pressure, but also temperature. And speaking of temperature... If you don't have installed into your trailer or your RV a tire pressure monitoring system, then each time you maybe make a stop, it's a good idea to go around and at least look, if not check the pressure, and also... An infrared thermometer. I use them for barbecuing. I use them when we stop at a filling station to get more gas in the truck. I walk around and I measure all the wheels at the trailer and on the truck to see if there's a hot spot which is sort of a indicator that something's going wrong and thus far of course it hasn't but right these instant read thermometers are fantastic i mean you just point them at 
things and you kind of eventually know what the temperature should be on the wheel bearings on your trailer and such and it's a good thing to have and again i use it for barbecuing too yeah so when we were talking with Todd Mullane about fire suppression, actually, part of our episodes with him was talking about a bug out bucket or a bug out bag. And that is a piece of safety equipment that you can buy them. I'm sure you can buy them already loaded, but those aren't going to have like your own medicine and your own clothes in them. And what's important is to have, I mean, there it's so it's, so important it really needed the whole episode and and there's also an article and i don't want to leave anything out but it's got to have the things that you're going to need to survive if your rv catches fire and you have to run away it's a container of the things that you need until you can get you know back into safety yeah absolutely the bug out bucket and again surprise surprise we have an episode about that (laughs) episode and article yeah This is kind of like a summary, I guess, episode. Right, exactly. Which isn't a bad thing. I mean, the way we design this podcast, as it were, is that the information is around for, you know, a long time. So new new owners and that sort of thing can listen to the podcast and hopefully have a stressless camping experience. That's right. So our goal today was just to have everything in one place about safety and security. And well, speaking of security, we haven't really yet, but let's talk about keeping your RV safe. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of ways that you can help prevent, especially if you're in a storage facility, you know, a lot of people have to put their RVs away in a storage lot. How do you know that it isn't going away? Right. And so there are a lot of interesting ways of locking up the RV. The door is, I mean, if you look at it, it's one inch thick foam. Yeah. So it's not, the door is kind of almost a joke. But for stealing the RV, there are wheel locks, there are ball locks. You could put chains around the wheels, that sort of thing. But also we spoke to the folks from Wear Safe GPS, and we thought that was a nifty gadget. Right. And so that's a thing that your, you know, your phone or your app will alert you if your RV is moving. And if you or someone you know isn't moving it and it says it's moving, that's when you can jump into action and figure out how to get your RV back. That's for sure. (laughs) One of the things, a lesson that really was brought home to us this year is being weather safe. You know, you can go to places and all of a sudden there's a tornado or i mean right now we're seeing all kinds of really bad weather right and so having an app about weather is good but having an actual proper weather radio i think is even better that will alert you if there is severe weather where you are so a weather radio is another good thing speaking of where you are We have some really good episodes about keeping in touch with people when you're on the road, particularly if you're a solo traveler. Right. So one of the number one rules is, and not everyone follows this, and that's fine if you feel safe and secure, but don't say, hey, this is where I am. Say, hey, look at where I was. And I'm talking about in like social media, because if you say where you are and bad guys find that information, not only do they know where you are, but they know you're not in your house. So 
that is important. But what we're talking about is kind of the flip side of that. It's important that someone knows where to find you. So there's all kinds of ways that you can have a loved one or a family member, someone that you trust, and they know where you are all the time. So if you know, heaven forbid you stop contacting, people know where you were last and can start the search from there. Yeah, we actually had a friend who's traveling and uses some of these techniques. And it's it's both enjoyable for us as trusted friends to know where they are, but right. also his family. So yeah. Okay. And then one other thing that we think that you should have on your not on your wish list, but on your safety gear list <laughs> is checklists. Checklists make for stressless camping. That is so true. And checklists for how to hitch, how to unhitch, how to set up, how to secure everything when you put it in storage. Yeah. All those things, they could all be different lists. We have some samples on our website, on our checklist article. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's easy to forget things or if you get interrupted in the middle of doing something critical checklist just checklist make for stressless camping yeah there you go so that's what you know there's a lot of links involved in this episode to other episodes and articles and we are trying to provide a really good resource for you of course if you're driving down the road you're not clicking on any of those so right <laughs> you know wait till you get somewhere safe and such but that's our idea we have more podcast episodes coming about lists, lists. yeah about so. lists and you know we kind of are structuring them like wish lists because holidays are coming up and what? I, I know and i see a lot of i see a lot of questions about like hey my kids are gonna go full-time what should i get them or yeah. my parents are starting to argue you know whatever the case may be you know maybe this isn't the top choice of a lot of gift givers, you know, buying a surge suppressor, but or a fire extinguisher. <laughs> fire extinguisher. <laughs> but these are very important things. And so if you are, tend toward the practical, here's a good list of things to verify that your favorite camper has available to them. Yep. Speaking of gifts, one of the <laughs> places you can also look for gifts is the Stressless Camping Logo Store. Indeed. Yeah, we've got shirts, hats, socks. Some of the items in the store, which are designated by Nature Soup Company, are made by our niece, Becca. But some of them are just things that we found that we like that have our logo on them. Right. And so if you're looking to spiff up your wardrobe or... Or your cell phone. Or your cell phone. <laughs> yeah, I have a stressless camping cell phone case. Boy, that, I don't know why that was difficult to say, but uh, <laughs> it was, and I do. So there you go. So stuff like that. The Stressless Camping logo store is there, all right, on our home on the web at stresslesscamping.com. Com. <laughs> we were supposed to be in New Braunfels, Texas this whole week. Yeah, we at were. At Worst Fest. But I made it a bad trip. <laughs> Quite literally. I had a bad trip. Quite literally. Yeah, a lot of you might know, but I tripped over a crack in the sidewalk and my face smashed into a park bench. Peggy is okay. It's all... I'm fine. I'm recovering. I've got a little bit of a black eye and some scratches and my knee hurts. That's. I think I landed really hard on my knee. All that happened on our way from near Albuquerque, where our home base is, on our way to New Braunfels by way of Roswell, New Mexico. Yeah, so we decided to hang out in Roswell for a little bit and Unfortunately, you know, I kind of 
messed up the <laughs> the day a little by insisting on an on yeah, an, an ambulance, ambulance ride. ride. <laughs> that was kind of nifty. No, it wasn't really. It wasn't really, but we did get a chance to go to the Roswell International UFO Museum, <laughs> and that was yeah. <laughs> pretty fun. Wandered around in there, and there's so much. There really is so much alien stuff in Roswell. Yeah, it, everything have... from you know this like very serious museum of all things UFO to where I was trying to rush off to the alien zone <laughs> where it's a it's a kind of a gift store but they also have some dioramas that you can pose yourself in and take silly pictures with aliens. They have really embraced the whole even the street lights have like those alien eyes painted on yeah. them. I mean, they have absolutely embraced the whole alien situation. Yeah, the whole town. Roswell. So the gas stations have big plaster aliens and the stores and, you know, everything. So we will go back after I'm healed. <laughs> Avoid that crack. By the way, Avoid speaking of stepping on cracks on the sidewalk, Peggy's mom's back is fine. Yeah, she's fine. <laughs> I checked. <laughs> <laughs> But Roswell is a destination. I have been there once before with some friends and we did some hanging out and I really kind of wish I hadn't screwed up the day so much. Yeah, me too. I mean, uh, well, I'm glad you're okay, but we could have done some more things. And so we will plan a trip back to Roswell and do more things. But if you're into the alien, you know, the whole alien thing. Go check out Roswell. Yeah, and their ER ain't bad either. Right, they're very nice there. Yeah, super nice. But one of the things, I mean, truthfully, somebody suggested, they're like, oh, there's all these great natural things in Roswell to see. And we're like, yeah, no, we like the kitschy, stupid alien stuff. I mean, that was just, that's just us. We like the silly and ridiculous. Right, and so, but next time we go, we will have a travel trailer again. And so we'll be able to camp at that I think it's called Bottomless Lakes or something like that. We'll make an even more camping trip out of it rather than just yeah. a... We were just going to pass through in the truck, but... Instead, we stayed a while. But that's all good anyway. So that was Roswell, New Mexico. And, you know, if you haven't been, it's definitely... I don't know if it would be a place to set as a destination unless you're really into the whole alien culture. But we'll maybe spend a few hours gosh, on the yeah, way if through. If you're on your way through, <laughs> definitely stop and walk around. It's, it's a goofy place and uh, we, we dig it. So there you go. Well, we got to eat a pretty spiffy dessert. As you may know, we have put ourselves on a, oh, don't say diet. <laughs> a so. low-carb lifestyle. Yeah, there sure. You and, you know, the last few times that we've said that, we've the next word out of our mouths is cauliflower. Well, guess what? Today, I'm not going to no tell you cauliflower. about cauliflower. <laughs> we do eat a lot of it, but, you know, it's fall. And I've been craving pumpkin and pumpkin pie spice, which is not pumpkin necessarily. Yeah, that's the funny it's thing. It's a little bit funny that people just say pumpkin when they mean pumpkin pie spice. But frankly, this is the time for all of that. Also, just because we're in New Mexico, it's the time for roasting green chilies. Yeah. And there are some who are of the opinion that you either like green chilies or you like pumpkin pie spice. And I'm here to tell you, it's perfectly acceptable to like both. Because we do. In fact, as we are recording this, I am making an experimental green chili chili on the smoker. <laughs> so there you go. I made pumpkin. Well, I'm going to call it pumpkin fluff. I don't know. It, pumpkin whip or pumpkin dessert or whatever. Kind of like 
combination of the inside of a pumpkin pie slash pumpkin cheesecake. It does have okay. some of the same ingredients, especially the cream cheese. That's, you know, where cheesecake gets that tart, creamy And so I have the recipe that's on the website. Basically, what we did in order to stay on in our lifestyle of eating low carb was we use monk fruit sweetener. And it's a no calorie sweetener. It doesn't have a weird aftertaste. Yeah, that's okay. So one of my things about fake sugar is it just tastes weird. All those no calorie sugars to me just have a weird aftertaste and I, I don't like them. That's right. why I like either proper honey or sugar, sugar, right? Sugar. <laughs> so I did make this with monk fruit sweetener and pumpkin and heavy cream and cream cheese. And the, the, like I said, the recipe will be on the website. So I had tried this a few times on my own, just thinking, well, it's cream cheese and pumpkin, right? <sighs> no, without the sugar, it is, it's yeah, just not right. It, it's just it, not right. I tried it, it like three working. times and I'd put like a couple tablespoons of sugar and no, you have to have a significant amount of sugar in there to make it really good. But I like the monk fruit sweetener, like I said, because it doesn't add any calories. It adds the sweetener. It doesn't have a weird aftertaste. Yeah, it's good stuff. I like it. Yeah. And I got my pumpkin and my pumpkin pie spice fix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I got my dessert fix because that's something I've been missing is, yeah. is something sweet. So other than Peggy, she's sweet. Oh, right. Although she was a little bit sour this past <laughs> week after bonking her head on a park bench. Yeah. RV review has really been taking off. A lot of people have found it. We've gotten a good number of comments about it. Even some of the RV manufacturers are sharing it. For example, Keystone, thank you. We really appreciate your taking notice and sharing the reviews. This week, it's all about bunkhouse trailers. My favorite bunkhouse is still the Ember 191 MSL. I think that is my favorite. But there's actually some pretty nifty bunkhouse we even have coming out the same day as this podcast a review of a motorized coach that's a bunkhouse last week we started it on friday with a new rockwood trailer that we got a sneak preview of that is a bunkhouse that's got a motorhome floor plan so lots if you're looking for a bunkhouse uh we have some neat options over the past week or so so that's what i'll say i'll say you know something to look at all right so as i said our question of the week last week was what is your most necessary safety gear and we've already answered all those questions except patrick said his so (laughs) (laughs) yeah and that is true because having a second person is always very helpful and makes things feel safer this week I have a friend who owns a campground and she asked me if I would ask you, what value added features would you like to have in a campground? For example, if the campground came with a free bundle of firewood or if they have kayaks and you got an hour rental for free or, you know, not necessarily free nights, but what kind of cool things would make you 
if everything else was equal, would have you go to that RV park instead of another one? That'd be cool. And where do you answer that, Peggy? And you can answer that question of the week at our fun and friendly Stressless Camping Podcast Facebook group. Did you know we do a once a week newsletter and it's absolutely free with links to the stories, videos, podcasts, and all the things you'll need to get the most out of your RV experience. Just visit our website and sign up. And remember, we will not share your information. We just use that to send you one email per week, period. End of story. And you'll find the show notes for this episode, episode 176, on the podcast collection at stresslesscamping.com. And there's also the deals and discounts collection for the best deals on things you'll need for your stressless camping adventure. By the way, uh, we always say if you've got a great deal for our audience, contact us. We are now partnering with Techno RV. So there will be some cool tech gadgets showing up shortly on our discounts and deals. Thanks to our friends at Techno RV. They have cool vetted stuff. They do. And of course, we're in all the social places. So when you're done on stresslesscamping.com, you can jump off to all the places we are. There's all those links in the top right corner. But wait. Before you go, you know you don't want to miss a future episode of the Stressless Camping Podcast, and it's free to subscribe on any podcast app. We are saving you a seat around our virtual campfire. And don't forget a review will help others find this podcast, and the more listeners we get, the more great topics we're able to cover. So thank you to one and all who have left reviews, and of course, still can. Thank you again. I know this is a little bit of a short episode, but you've got a lot of links to <laughs> to check out. So we'll leave you with that. And happy, happy camping. camping. We hope you learned a lot and had some fun and got some tips for your next stressless camping adventure. We're honored by your reviews on Apple Podcasts, which helps others find us too. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss out on the adventure, and we look forward to your joining us next week. Until then, happy camping! Yeah, a lot of you might know, but I cracked over, I cracked over, (laughs) but I tripped over a crack in the sidewalk and my face...